Okie dokie, folks, and welcome back to Monday Night Shaw. It is the uh, grand return of the show here on the Backbreaker Podcasting uh, Network. Uh, my guest today is the brand new RCW Canadian Heavyweight Champion, Mars the Specialist. Mars, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing, I'm doing good today, man. How about you? I, you know, I'm doing pretty decent. Not bad. You had a had a killer match last night. Like we're recording this on the twenty uh, fourth of uh, April. Uh, it's a Sunday, and last night uh, we had a big show in Edmonton. Uh, I know you wrestled uh, T Y Jackson, and I yes, was sir. involved in a eight man tag team match. It was me and Tony Machete and Sid Greed and Tyler Knox against uh, Viking Lord Vince Austin, Giant Orion, Azriel. And um, Matt Hart. So I had a ton of fun. Uh, how about you? How was your match last night? I, I had a ton of fun as well. I love working with Ty. He's he's really talented. He, he's phenomenal. I love him so much. Me and him, we're very. I think we're very similar in that we like. We're both young. We both just like attach this super fast, and I don't know. It's just, it's just so much fun working with him. I I'm envious. I'm not super young. I wish I was. <laughs> But I, I still had a good time last night. Like, uh, uh, I saw the moonsault, man. Yeah. Oh, you saw that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, that was, uh, yeah, that was, uh, something I was, uh, I've, I've been wanting to do for a little while, but not on to just like one person, you know? So, absolutely. I've, I've done it to one person before, and if they're not precise as hell, you, you catch something on the floor. Yeah. 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 I mean, I would, I, I would consider doing it onto one person if that one person was somebody like, I mean, I'm assuming the person you're talking about is metal. So I've done it to both metal and Dean just as single people's. Yeah. Okay. Cause like I, if it was like, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to trash on any of the other guys, but if it was like metal or MRB and they told me they wanted me to do it, then I, I would do it. Uh, onto a single person, onto them, because like I, I, I have absolute complete trust in them. Uh, but like when it's just like you know a bunch of guys who you're like, oh, it might go well. Well, yeah, then maybe I don't want to backflip off the off the ropes to the floor. <laughs> you know? Yeah. The, the the bigger the target, the better. Someone yeah. like Metal, who's a big guy, can catch you. It's good. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, I will say this: like, uh, it wasn't a pain-free experience. Me and uh, Viking Lord Vince Austin, uh, our skulls collided, like literally, like bonked heads on the way down. And he thought I had kicked him in the head, and <laughs> and I was like, no, no, I I didn't kick you in the head. Yeah, I, I, that small. was because I I felt it too. My my head collided with your head, and it, yeah, it was it was it was a bit rough. But you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, we'll live, and uh, you know, we got a cool video to share on Facebook or whatever. So I'm happy yeah, with it. I mean, I'm sure that you and you and Ty probably tore the house down, eh? I didn't get a chance to see it. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I had like a quick little match, nothing like too too insane. It was fun. I, yeah. I, I have never I have the only time I've ever been in an actual match uh against TY was uh I mean I guess it was the same time I was in a match against you was the uh, battle royal we did um which I don't ah, yeah. I don't really count those because it's not like we actually have any kind of a chance to really work together other than you know no. we do one or two little things I um, think I think you headbutted me and that's about it Yeah uh, <laughs> but I do uh, 
uh, T.Y. and I both train at Top Talent Wrestling Academy, and me and him have had yes. some uh, training sessions together where we go through spots together and whatnot and, and come up with some creative stuff. And he's one of my favorite people to do that sort of thing with. So Yes, him, him learning from metal makes it so like he's super creative as well because metal, he's probably – him and Mike have been the two most creative guys I've been in the ring with. Yeah, and they're very daring too. Um, yes. Like – MRB and and metal, they're very like, yeah, they're they're top notch guys. I, I would consider them to be uh, MRB and and metal. I would consider to be the best pro wrestlers in Alberta. Um, you know, I I don't know if that's yeah. a news flash to anyone, but that's that's what I would consider. <laughs> I've I've had a, a a bunch of matches against metal, like uh, three singles matches and a bunch of tag team matches and and stuff. Uh, but I've only ever wrestled uh, MRB in one eight-man tag. We did an eight-man tag and uh, one battle royal. So, again, it was the sort of situation where we've only ever done, like, one or two little things together. So I, I'm yeah. I'm hoping that pretty soon we'll get the chance to actually lock up and, uh, and, and, and go full bore, you know? Because I, I think it'll probably end up being one of the best matches of, of my career. Absolutely, Mike can. Mike brings out the best in anyone. I think. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I, I was hoping that I know last week uh, I was advertised for a match in Calgary. It was going to be me and Danny Mayhem against uh, MRB and Stephen Crow. And I've wrestled Stephen Crow. Right. He's also really talented. But I unfortunately, I, I wasn't so feeling well. I was feeling sick, and I didn't want to. The last thing I want to do is make MRB sick. You know. <laughs> so. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, so I ended up. Uh, playing on the the better side of valor there and just uh yeah. uh staying home while i was ill um but hey you're hopefully uh, you, you, the match you, gets rebooked and we get a we get to go yeah. again at some point man it, it, it sucks to say this but you being sick helped me out because then i ended up working crow that night and that was one of my favorite matches i've had so far in my career oh i i i that i agree with you um steven crow is uh like i like i don't think he's underrated because people have really noticed how good he is um, but like I had my 100th match was, was against him. And it was also like the first match I had where it was a one-on-one -on -one match where it was, okay. Uh, I had, I was wrestling a guy that had had, uh, less matches than me. Right. And okay. I, I'm not trying to say I'm more talented than him, but like in that situation, it was kind of on me to, to, to lead what was going on. Right. So, uh, yeah. and, and the fact that it all went so as well as it did like really made me happy. Like even Johnny Devine was at that show and uh, he watched our match and I, like I didn't ask him to or anything, um, but he, he mentioned that he did and he gave us, he gave me uh, uh, props for, for our, our match. So I, I really appreciated it. You know, there was a couple of little things he said we could have done better, but I mean, it was, it was like minor stuff, you know? So it was, yeah. It, it it made me it made me really really happy and I I can't wait to get in the ring with with Steven or MRB again because like those guys are like super super talented. Uh, I, I another person I've been hoping to get in the ring with uh, very soon is yourself. I mean you've <laughs> you've been coming along like so quickly and so so fast. Like when did you actually uh, have your first match? My first match. Um, it was like this little small thing for Heart Legacy back like in August of last year. Oh, okay. It was Heart, while I was, how did that go? Yeah. 
it was all right, but it was like while I was still training. So like, it was kind of like, so the show itself kind of like fell apart just because of COVID and everything. Was this the so, one where like Sweet Daddy Soul refereed a midget match? No, it was not. I did not know about that. <laughs> okay, it wasn't the one with Ken Shamrock on the show? No, no. Uh, the, the big name advertised was Chris Masters, but because of COVID, he couldn't show up. Okay. So they got a bunch of the students from Workhorse to like help out and like be a part of the show. So my oh. first like official match ever was like me and one of the other students just in like a random match. Just yeah. like felt the card essentially. Like I don't want to talk ill of it, anyone, but like Heart Legacy doesn't have like the greatest reputation. Um at least within the uh RCW like locker room. Um I've I've heard that afterwards, yes. Yeah, if if you talk to uh Squid came on here and he completely buried them on Monday Night Shaw, like publicly. Ah. And I was like, okay, do do whatever you want to do. Uh I, I, I legitimately have never even uh, met uh, Stacy Angel um, or whatnot, but yeah, I just I, I don't I don't know I like Heart Legacy Wrestling. Just I I I I don't know. Like I like I say, I don't want to bury them, but I haven't yeah, heard, no. I haven't heard From... good things about about their uh, their their shows, and they're the one show where they didn't have any referees booked, and it that was just like bizarre. I, I've heard that story before. Yeah. From my experience, she was she was nice to me, so I can't really say anything. Well, I'm I'm happy to hear that. Like, it's probably not <laughs> a good idea for you to to come on here and and start uh, just you know th- throwing out burials. Anyway, that's that's no no. It's not I, usually an effective way to do. It. And I'm like I say, I I'm not trying to bury them either. I think that's the third time I've said that. So. If Heart Legacy Wrestling wants to book me, I mean, I'm down to get paid, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, uh, so you, you, who is who, who, who did you compete against in your first match at Heart Legacy? Again, it was just it was another student. His name is Travis. He's wrestled a few RCW matches with Travis Mercer, but not too many. Like it was just like a random, like just fell out the card. We need people match. Okay. And then Travis a few weeks Mercer. later, two... is that his wrestling name? Yeah. Oh. Travis Mercer. Yeah, he's only done like two matches for CW. Oh, okay. Yeah. In Calgary. No, I, 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 I hate to say it, but I don't have any idea who that is. I'm not, I'm not too surprised. He did like, I think it was like October, September. He did like two matches, so that's well. You were still like not really wrestling in Calgary as much. Okay. Yeah. If it was October, that was right when I, I injured my knee. Yeah. So, so yeah. So and then my first match for RCW was like mid September, end of September against Dead Zone. Oh, okay. How did that yes. go? I've wrestled Dead Zone numerous times. It was I, I still never forget being so surprised when I walked upstairs and figured out who Dead Zone was behind the mask. I'm not gonna say anything of who it was. Okay. But like I but you can probably understand my surprise. Yep. But it was it was a good match. It was it was fun. It was a good first, like first like actual experience of a match. Uh, uh, one of the things I know about Dead Zone is that he, he he's not too keen on planning a lot of things. So, no, um, I know that uh, one of the times I wrestled him, I I walked up to him at the back and I I mean I'm not trying to kill the magic here, but everybody knows professional wrestling is a show, so uh, you you know you do talk to your opponents and go over things in the back. It's just the reality of the situation. I walked yeah. up to him one time and was like, so what do you want to go uh, and do out there tonight, bud? And he was like, you know how to wrestle, I'll see you out there. 
I was like, what? <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> you know? And then, yeah, we just went off pure, like, improv skills. And it really helped me, I think, to to kind of learn how to wrestle. Because, like, I, I had a couple of matches with him like that. And you just have to, like, you know, you have to learn to survive. And you have to learn yes. to take your, like, there was points where it was like, okay, if I don't, do something to him i'm not getting any offense in this match so i'm gonna have to man up and fight back you know yeah it's all about just trusting your instincts knowing what will look good in the show like it helped i've had a few matches like in practice against chris knight my trainer where he just calls it for you on the fly and just like helps you learn to trust your instincts yeah but doing it in front of a crowd is so much different so like for a first experience of like a real match it was really nice to just call it and fly honestly like we had the finish plan that's about that's about it. Yeah, like that baffles me that you were like that's your second match of all time, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that. Like I would have been completely like flabbergasted. Like I, uh, I the first time I ever went to the ring and just did a match on the fly like that, it was actually against Squig. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, so like, I was kind of nervous about wrestling Squig anyway at that time because that was the first time I had wrestled Squig since uh, we had a hardcore match in um, Radway, and it was like my sixth or seventh match. And uh, I've, I, you know, everybody knows I got, I got, ended up getting smashed with a chair, right? And so there was, there was a little bit of hostility there for a little while. We all worked through it, and then I came back, and then this was like my first match against him since that, and it was just like, yeah, we're just gonna go out there and, and do it on the fly. I was like, oh, okay, and we did. But honestly, that one where uh, me and Squig wrestled like on the fly was one of my favorite matches. And don't get me wrong, it's it's the Canadian Goose wrestling against Steven Styles. It's definitely not. Yeah, Benoit Kurt Angle type classic. (laughs) 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 I got you. So like, like technically it was not very good, but we just like, I just was like, okay, I'm going to go full bore and just work comedy because he wanted me to be the bad guy too, which at that point was like, now I'm, uh, I'm like a full heel now, but uh, at that point I was a full baby face. And so for us to just do this one off show, it was that outdoor at a tattoo parlor. And oh, uh, so, yeah. like, I just, we just, like, I started pretending I was like Rick Rude and swiveling my hips. And I pulled my straps down and took off my shirt. And he started working over my, like, man boobs and stuff. And that was the whole story of the match. And, like, I, I turned to the, the referee and I was like, Charles, don't you let him get the breast of me. I mean, the best of me, like, stuff like that. And he, he'd grab me and uh, put me in a chin lock on the ground. And then he grabbed my, uh, my, my, gave me the like titty twister or whatever and i'd be like ah my boobs like it it was just ridiculous stuff but like it was very entertaining everybody there like enjoyed themselves watching it i mean like i say there was no there was no crazy like german suplexes or moonsaults or anything like that but uh (laughs) it was it it was fun to watch and we we actually earned some like uh I'll say this, like we we made some like lifelong RCW fans. You know uh Monty? Uh I guess if, and he, he has his uh two little girls and stuff. That was yeah. the first RCW show he was at. And he came wow. to that show and and his little girls uh became like lifelong like they're my biggest fans. 
and and like there was one point where uh, you know uh squig uh was was you know we were talking trash back and forth and monty was saying something he was chirping off uh from the crowd and squig said something and i was like oh yeah this guy probably doesn't even take good care of his kids and squig was like are you saying he's a he's a, a deadbeat dad or something and you know the first rule of improv is is don't say no. So it's like yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but <laughs> Monty just kept coming to all the shows, and now he's like one of my favorite fans at all the shows. Like sometimes you do need those comedy matches on the card, though. Like yeah, I've had a few myself. Like Rich, that's just based around my Mars bars. Oh, that's just, fantastic. And you just you need those sometimes, especially if like you can look at a card and tell a K. Okay, we need a comedy match here and we'll, we'll, we can do that. Like, it's good to go out there and have fun sometimes because not everyone can see like five star spot fest matches over and over again. Yeah. Cause they get tired of it. A hundred percent. And like, like I say, this was just like for the grand opening of a tattoo show. I think there was maybe five, six matches that night or that day. Cause it was in the middle of a day in the parking lot of their tattoo parlor. And so me and Squig even did that match and then they did like a wet t-shirt contest and they, they like the people that were putting it on came to me and said, Hey, will you come in and be part of the wet t-shirt contest? And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, why not? <laughs> you know, like, sure, I'll, I'll go out there and embarrass myself. But then I got a free tattoo out of it. So like, what? that's probably, like, that's probably the most of money I've ever been paid to wrestle be considering like, you know, it costs you like a hundred dollars an hour for a tattoo and they, they spent two hours tattooing me. So. God damn. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a good time. Anyway, like we're not here to talk about me. We're here to talk about you. Uh, you did mention that you uh, you train out of uh, Workhorse Fitness with uh, Chris Knight, the Aussie legend. Yes, uh, yes sir. How, are you still training there? I still train there. Yes, I still go there. Like, however much I can a week. Usually, it's like two or three times a week. And roll is, around for a bit. Yeah. Is uh, is Chris Knight still the the head trainer? Yes, him, Raj, and Mo are the guys who like are there most times for training. Oh, okay, awesome. I know that when the place like first opened up. I went down there for uh, some uh, like a training session and it ended up being it was me, Danny Mayhem and Jordan Aries. And then the trainer was uh, the beast Ollie. And yeah. that was uh, it was a little rough. Um, the, the, uh, the beast Ollie was a, he was he was not the friendliest guy. So I, he I don't very, know. He can be very um, I don't say serious, but like he can be he's larger than life. He's very large in life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we don't need to really uh, get into the whole situation, but I know that there was a lot of uh, heat on him for a little while. Is he still involved in that? He owns it. Yes. Oh, okay, awesome. Uh, so let's let's just move on. Uh, um, I know Mo is fantastic, and I know Mo's that uh, awesome. Raj is actually he's got some. Uh, he's been wrestling in uh, TNA lately. Has he got you yeah. any inroads to possibly wrestle in TNA? Um, I mean, who knows? I I have not talked to him about it yet. I've I obviously I want to eventually, but like I have not thought about it yet because I want to get to that level where I can think about being on TV. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So so but far, I'm, you've only been wrestling for RCW. Have you? Did you do any dates for CWE? I've done CWE. I've done RCW. 
Um, I've done PPW. Oh, you did PPW doing... in Lethbridge? Yes. Yes. Oh, solid. How did that go? Both times I've been, I've been there twice so far, and both times have just been so much fun. Yeah. Who did you wrestle in PPW? First night, it was me and Chris Parrish. And then the other night, I did me and Tyler Knox and then a Rumble the same night. Oh, nice. How was your match with Tyler Knox? Fantastic. I love Knox so much. It was so much fun. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. I'm actually uh, I'm booked to wrestle Tyler Knox on Thursday for CWE. Uh, here in Edmonton. Oh, there you go. Yeah. By the time this comes out, that'll probably have already happened. But uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to it because I get the feeling he's 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 like one of those really good guys that's kind of gonna bring he up is. my performance. So. He is. It was me and him had a really good match. It was a lot of fun. He's he's so smart. He's so good. And like we did like again, we had some comedy at the beginning too. Like he's also really funny. So he's 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 on everything. Yeah, he he I he seems good. Like uh the only other time I've been in a match with him was last night when he was uh he was one of my tag partners. So yeah, um, and then me and him kind of got in a scuffle backstage afterwards cuz uh I Matt Hart had him in a sharpshooter and uh instead of saving him I decided I was going to try and uh attack Vince Austin and Vince Austin ended up uh, dodging out of the way and me in the gut and pile drove me and won the match so Tyler Knox was not too happy with me and I wasn't too happy with him so we're going to have to settle things on Thursday there you go God, this is the old fashioned way and then on Friday we're tag teaming again <laughs> that's just pro wrestling that's you gotta nice. love it eh yes um, so uh, let's talk about your, your big uh, championship win is that is, uh, is that's the first title you've won in, uh, in, in your career it is, yes. RCW Championship? Yes, sir. It's my first one. That's solid, eh? It's, it, was, it was such a nice moment. It was, it's, it's hard to put into words just because like, my family was there. I had friends there. It, it, was, it was so cool, man. Yeah. I heard you and Metal really tore the house down, too. We, I, my best matches are 100% with Metal. Like, I... Like the joke is like he's my dad. Like this, the whole pop son thing is it's a it's a joke, but it's, there's a little bit of realism to it. He's like my wrestling dad. Like there's like a chemistry there that like we do things in the match where like we don't have to say anything to each other. We just know what we're gonna do. Oh, that's that's cool. I mean, it's I I will also say that the best matches I've had are uh, the as far as singles matches are the ones I've had with uh, metal. Um. Uh, but I, it's not because I have like some sort of like, you know, I can read his mind or anything. Maybe he can read my mind. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, but I, I definitely, the best matches of my career have been against metal just cause he's, he's so skilled, you know? He is. And, uh, out there. he, yeah, he knows his stuff and he's, he's absolutely like, he's a beast too. It's, it was insane. We went out there. It was about like an hour long. It was the same day as Love Wrestling, so we were kind of afraid about like crowd size and whatnot. Okay. But, like the crowd that was there was raucous. It was, it was such a good match, such a good night. Like that moment of me winning the title. Like I'll I'll never forget the video that TJ took, and it was just like everyone was losing their mind. Just people were sitting on tables. It was it was insane. Yeah. What's your uh, what's your favorite aspect of professional wrestling? Like, uh, like, 
what is your favorite part about wrestling? It's a hard one because there's so much to. I just I don't know. I'd guess the showmanship, just like being it's it's performance, right? It's performance art, mm-hmm. and just that aspect of being able to like put on a good show for a crowd. And being able to make them react and like get invested in you as a performer and as a character, that's probably my favorite part. Definitely, I, I like I can I can definitely relate to like when you go out there and you've got the people and they're reacting, like that yes. is cool. Like that that's definitely like really cool for sure. It's ins- yeah, no, like the moment of me winning the title, like it was great. But if those fans weren't sitting on the tables, invested in me winning, like it wouldn't have been the same. Yeah. So just them being there for me was just—it's—it makes the moment just that much cooler. That's 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 uh, so solid, and I'm I'm very very happy for you. Uh, is there anyone uh, in RCW that you have yet to wrestle that you you are clamoring to? Ooh, if if you asked me this over a week ago, it would have been Crow. But that was our first match. Oh, that's hard. Obviously, there's you. You and me have not had a singles match. Well, I, I'm flattered by that, but you don't <laughs> off have the top to. of my head. I, I guess this this might be a wild one because I think it'd be a lot of fun though. Me and Orion, Giant Orion. Okay, have yeah. you have you had a chance to lock up with uh, the Viking Lord Vince Austin? I have not actually. I he wasn't I, even in the Rumble either, so I've not been in the ring with him at all. No, I. I There'd think another one. I think you would have. Yeah, you would have uh, a fun time work, working with him. Um. He's 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 his own cat. He's different than everybody else I've he's ever wrestled. Different. But he, I I absolutely enjoy every time I'm in the ring with him. Yeah, that's good. He I he knows what he's doing. He's been here yeah. a while. I, I he's <laughs> another one of those guys that I have like complete trust in. You know. Okay. Because uh, actually, the second match I ever had was against him and uh, his tag team partner at the time was uh, Andrew Hawk. Who was my trainer at that time? Okay, and so uh, you know, I've I've been like doing doing business with Vince Austin since pretty much day one, and I remember the first time I ever took a pile driver uh, was during a match against Vince Austin, <laughs> which you know you'd think okay, pile driver is like a big, really like quite dangerous maneuver you probably want to practice that one in in training a few times and stuff but i was like he was like yeah then i'll give you the pile driver and i was like yeah okay vince you know i just go up like this right and he was like yeah that's about it and i was like okay cool like i he's been doing it for 30 years i just knows he's he's got you he's protect you yes absolutely a hundred percent so like and like he's yeah he's one of my favorite people He's not. He's another lovely guy. Like every time I show up in the locker room, he's there. He's always like, "You're looking jacked." Shakes my hand, gives me a big old hug. He's, a, he's another nice guy. Like honestly, he seems very, very out there when he's in front of the people. But he's, he's one of the nicest guys, on a personal level. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other people that I, I would like to see you uh, wrestle against. Uh, I've never wrestled one on one. I've never wrestled Colton Kelly actually. Now I think about it, I'm oh. going through the list in my head. Yeah, he's yeah. good. He's fantastic. I had a great match with him. I, I love Colton. He's great. Yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun, and like he was so like willing to do whatever like you know, 
And like, that's a situation he didn't have to be willing to do anything for me because like, he's got, you know, significantly more experience than me. And he could have just gone out there and, and, you know, jobbed me out if he wanted to, but he, that's not what he was about. So I, that's, that's one of the things I, I love about him. I love that about his brother too, uh, Sidney Thompson. And yes, Sid, I, he's another. I also have very, very uh, fond feelings towards Tex Gaines, who I, I don't know. Did you did you get you get a chance to meet Tex at the show on Sunday? I did. I've I met him a few times now. Solid, solid. What do you think about Tex? He's a good guy. Like the whole family, they're they're all like they're all very out there, but they're all good people at the, in the at the core. Right on, right on. Um. I was going to ask too, uh, who are some of like your main influences in, in wrestling? Like, uh, when you're, when you're watching wrestling and looking for like new things that you can do in the ring or, you know, just like looking to like for, for, I don't know how to, an attitude on how to carry yourself. Like who are some guys that you're, 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 you have fond feelings or, or admire or would like to take things from? Yeah, so my, my favorite of all time is Edge, the radar superstar. I just, there's something about him that's large in life that made me like just attract him and I've studied his entire career, so I've taken a lot from him. But like in ring wise, I think the two guys I've definitely taken the most from are Brian Danielson and Kurt Angle. Okay. Those are not bad picks. If Yeah, if you if you've watched me in the ring, like I'm a smaller guy, so like Brian has definitely been the biggest influence on me in ring wise, in ring work. Like I take so much from him. Like just not just like moves and like how to do the moves, just like personality wise. Like I have long hair and beard. Like it's not hard to like compare us. I feel uh, that that's that's fair. I I think that you also have like a very Kurt Angle esque like moonsault. I think Kurt yeah. Angle has a very underrated moonsault. I think he's the best one, 100%. Yeah, his moonsault is so good. Yeah, um, so yeah, the Germans, the singlet, the moonsault, like a lot come from Angle as well. I, I've learned, uh, I actually was l- learning how to do German suplexes in training this week. So, uh, I mean, don't, I've learned them before, but I've just, I'd never done one in a match or anything. And then I okay. get a little bit of a refresher there. So I'm hoping I get to bust one of those out pretty soon. Okay. Yeah, Germans there. They're, they're usually my go-to move. I just like to throw people around. It's great. It's good. It's good fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I, you know, I also like, I can agree with you on the Daniel Bryan thing. Cause like, uh, I mean, it's, it might be a stretch, but like, when I was a baby face, I definitely did take some stuff from like Daniel Bryan. Like the whole like honk, honk, honk thing is just my version of the yes, yes, yes. Like that's fair, actually. Yeah. And so, like, I, I absolutely do. Uh, I adore uh, Daniel Bryan. He's, in my opinion, he's the best wrestler in the world right now. I, that might be controversial, but that's my opinion. I, I think he's so smart. His timing's great. His facials, just everything about him. He's the, he's the man, in are, my opinion. Are you uh, like uh, – I know that some people are like staunchly on one side or the other, but are you like an AEW guy or WWE? I'm, I'm a wrestling fan. I, I watch everything. I'm, I'm right there with you. Like I just like good wrestling. So if I hear the yeah. WWE is, is doing a killer show, like I'm watching. You know, WrestleMania, I'm not, yeah. miss, I'm not missing WrestleMania. 
No. Literally illegal. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, uh, this year we were actually we had a show on the same night as WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, that was that it was rough. Was, it was interesting. It was like I I was worried that nobody else was gonna like no no fans were gonna show up. You know, it was still a good crowd. I remember that. I just I remember we had like the live stream in the basement. My match happened right as Kevin Owens was making his entrance. I'm like, I'm gonna miss Stone Cold segment. And I was so sad. Well, I definitely like I I didn't even bother to try and watch it while I was down in in the. Uh basement of the legion because i was like I, I i just like i can't watch wrestling with like like just on the little computer screen here in the you know because they were watching it on somebody's laptop or something it wasn't even on a yeah, tv or she, anything. TJ's laptop because he couldn't get it to work on the tv yeah and like so i i just waited till like i got home and i have like a full-on like i have a projector at my house in my room so like if okay. i, I want to watch movies it's like uh, yeah i have like a hundred inch screen right so watching it on the little little laptop i was like i'll just wait and watch it when i get home and that's what i did and i i didn't regret it like uh i thought that that kevin owens and stone cold steve austin match was fantastic I it's mean, <laughs> it was wild uh, can i i'm gonna ask you another like kind of personal question but how old are you I'm 22. Yeah, see, like you're 22. In the year 2000, you were born. Yes, and sir. In the year 2000, I, I I would have been like probably like 16, 17 years old, like right there. Like I was there, like watching, and I was a sto- staunch Stone Cold Steve Austin fan at that point, right? So, so it like, must have been really cool seeing him come back for one night. It was absolutely a hundred percent like just like the coolest thing. And I was like, Yeah, let's just come back. I wanna see you wrestle at Backlash, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, like do a, a retirement tour. Like because I, I I loved the match between him and Kevin Owens, and it just made me think, okay, him and Sami Zayn is going to be great. You know, him and Brock Lesnar will be fantastic. Stone Cold and, and Roman Reigns will be, like, the, the absolute greatest thing of all time. Like Yeah. And so like, like, the, if there's one little disappointing part about it, it's that I'm pretty sure now he can, like, finally go and say, okay, yeah, no, I've had my last match. He retired on his own terms, and that's that's a big thing for him. Did you uh, what did you think about the match between Sami Zayn and uh, and uh, Johnny Knoxville at WrestleMania? See, this is what we were talking about before with like comedy matches. It it was it was perfect for me to be like I I laughed. I thought it was great. Yeah, it was it was one of my favorite matches on the whole show. Yeah, like the best wrestling cards are variety shows. So you had like you've had the, the little hardcore segments. You had the comedy matches. You had like. The really good matches that are like big storytelling ones like Bianca and Becky and then just like good all around wrestling and Cody and Seth. So like having Sami Zayn and Knoxville there like just brought people there for the comedy. It was great. I, I and I think that uh it I'm pretty sure it's my favorite match featuring like just like a celebrity, you know. I thought Bad Bunny did a great job last year. I thought Logan yeah. Paul did a good job this year. But I the 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 whole Johnny Knoxville thing I just found just so much more entertaining, you know, like the entertainment value was was through the roof on that match. Like, oh, hundred percent. He, 
obviously he's done movies, so he knows how to entertain, and he just knew how to work a crowd, even though he's never been in front of like a wrestling crowd like that. Besides like the Rumble, but I, no, he it was perfect. I gotta give I gotta give it uh, like most of the credit to Sami Zayn, because oh, 100%. He's, I feel like he was the one that put most of that together. And then, I'm not, I'm not, I, yeah, no, I, I don't doubt that. Like he has such a good mind for wrestling. And he, he definitely had, knows what he's doing. He had no qualms about just showing his ass, you know, like, and I think you have to, you have to in wrestling. Yeah. Like he was, he was totally down to be like chicken shit, to take a, a body slam from the midget guy to get pinned in a, in a mouse trap. You know, he just, he made himself look like a complete idiot at times. And it, Bless. It, it was, yeah, bless him for sure. That's where some of the best wrestling comes from, just being able to look like an idiot. Like Kurt Angle throughout his whole career, so he looked like an idiot. Stone Cold, when he went haywire after the WrestleMania 17 to heel turn, he made himself look like an idiot at times too. Like you have to be willing to look stupid to entertain the people. Yeah. Oh, I remember so vividly when uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin and Kurt Angle were like vying for Vince McMahon's affection. And yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin bought the mall cowboy hats and he got a little dinky one for Stone, Kurt Angle. Yeah. He's saying kumbaya. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Stone Cold, like, he's so underrated as a comedian, but he just knew how to look stupid, even though he's the coolest guy in the world. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't, like, is that how your match with, uh, with uh, Rich King went? Yeah, like Rich is another guy who has such good comedy chops. Like he literally he stuck a Mars bar down his trunks and and then like afterwards we opened it and then I fed it to him and he just like he knew how to look stupid and entertain the people who were there. And I give him total props for doing that because of everybody on the RCW roster, like Rich King is one of the most like well put together guys. Like he looks like a, like a total, like legitimate, like athlete guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for him to be the one that's like, yeah, I'm just going to do the goofiest nonsense. It is, is, is it's great. I warms my heart. I make jokes every week when I go to the Edmonton shows. I'm like, I have to find ways to get into Rich King's videos. <laughs> but it's just because his videos, they're just like, I watch them every week. They give me, they, they're just so funny. Uh, yeah. I He asked me to be in one uh, a couple of weeks ago and I was so You're stoked. Evil honking, yes. Yeah. And then like, I I loved, uh, I loved it because uh, they started speaking Carney and stuff. And they told me they just wanted me to honk at them. And then I was like, okay, I, I just was like, uh, it'll be funnier if I honk in Carney. So it was like, his honk, his honk, his honk. Yeah, it, was, it was so good. And I just, the the running gag in the videos is I just show up for no reason. Like it, the joke is like, I don't want to be there, but I'm always there for some reason. And it's great. And then uh, um, I love their, their dynamic with Ben, the ref as well. Judge Ben Omen, yes. Yeah, when he came and he he put he put Ty in the uh, the abdominal stretch. So good. And then they did like the uh, they did s- something where uh, Ben was like teaching everybody how to speak Carney, and he kept smacking Ty upside the face, and oh boy, it was good. Yeah, it was there, great. We had, me, and, me and Rich had a match in Radway, and Ben was his manager for that match because in the storyline he was like brainwashed 
via like I think it was protein powder or something. I don't know, but <laughs> yeah. And Ben was out there just trying to beat me up as as Rich's manager. He had pepper water and everything. That's solid, man. That's 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 incredible. Like, um, that's another part of what I love about wrestling is how creative you get to be. You know? Oh, 100 percent. I think it's the most creative outlet. A lot of like us. I, I don't want to say like actors, but like us performers can have because we have all control over our characters. Did you do any kind of like theater or anything while you were in uh, high school? I did like some drama work in like junior high and like some, I think maybe a play or two in high school, but like nothing like I didn't take like a drama class or anything. No. Oh, okay. I know that like when I was um, like when early, like when I was in high school and then for a few years after that, I was a part of like a improv troupe in Victoria. Okay. And I think that the improv um, has, has been like an invaluable skill. Because there's so many times, like I was talking about that match with, with Squig that we just called on the fly. Like, all I did was, I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to do improv here. Because, it, you know, that's what we're we're called for. Except, you know, every once in a while we'll hit each other or whatever, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, well, that's, um when Chris Jericho came back in 08, that was one thing he talked about, like, was big for him. Was he took improv classes while he was off. And, like... You can tell because his act, his in ring like promos and everything just got so much better. In my opinion, when he came back in '08. Yeah, I I think it's been completely invaluable, at least for me. Um, if you ever get a chance, I, I would recommend it because like, literally like, Squid can like come to me like two minutes before the match and be like, "Hey, I need you to cut a promo for a couple of minutes before you do this," and I'll be like, "Okay, cool," and, and I'll just hit the ring and start talking, you know. And yeah. I feel completely 100% comfortable doing that. And and I would feel r- really weird if he came to me and said, oh, here, I need you to do this promo tonight. Here's your script. And and handed me a piece of paper for me to memorize. Like, even if he did it, like, with plenty of time for me to memorize what I had to say, I would be completely weirded out by that. And, like, I don't think it would go well, you know? I would probably, fair, yeah. I would probably read it over kind of try and decipher what he needs me to say and then put it into my own words. You know what I mean? That's, that's very fair, yeah. I'm I'm good with scripts. Like, every time I've been given a script for, like, some sort of show or whatever, I've been okay with those. But I'd much rather prefer, Has like, that happened to you? Not, not for, not for um, wrestling, just for, like, plays and stuff Oh, okay. Like that. I was going to say, yeah. I'm, I'm super shocked that, no, no, just like, like plays during like my life, yeah. But like when I'm in the ring and I'm just allowed to cut a promo, I just like we had one a few weeks ago where it was actually the night that you missed where I wrestled Crow, where it was an open challenge and we needed to find an opponent for me. I was able to cut like a little promo before Mike and Steve came out, and that was a lot of fun just because I find promos in front of a crowd to be so much easier than promos on your phone just at home because the energy in the building just helps so much. Yeah. I, 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 I like both. Um, I do like doing them at home too, but I, when I'm doing it at home, uh, I, like I've, I've actually been getting like a lot of compliments on my promos lately. 
Um, cause like I said, I have a projector, so I've been using the projector to like project, like I, I film them while I'm standing yeah. in front of the screen and the projector's like projecting like lights An on image me. behind you. I've seen those. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and they've been getting over pretty well and stuff, but like I, the aspect I like about doing it at home is, is okay. I can't, I can film it like seven or eight times if I want to. And usually the reason I would film it more than once would be because it's, I think it's going too long. Cause that's, that's oh, yeah. my one issue is that like, I prefer if I'm doing a promo that I want to put up on Facebook, I want it to be under two minutes long. I think it has to be, yeah, just to retain people's attention. Occasionally, like the last one I did for, uh, for the eight man last night, that one was three minutes. And I think, I think it was like three minutes and 20 seconds. And I wasn't super keen on that, but when I watched it back, I was like, okay, yeah, no, this just needs to be this long because it's an eight-person tag. If I want to talk about every aspect of it, like, I'm going to have to – it's going to have to be a little long. And so you just – I just tried to carry it with, like, motion and stuff, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, is – is uh, ha have how many times have you uh, have you cut promos for your matches? Is that something you do regularly? I not super regularly. I've done a handful. I want to get into them more. I just need to get like I want to get better like equipment to record at home, and do like promos like around places. Like my phone camera is not that good. Yeah. So I want to get like a new phone. I do want to get like a ring light or something. Like I want I because I do want to do promos at home because I think it'd be so much fun. Yeah, and I mean that's fair too because like another reason why sometimes I have to re-record them like, you know like multiple times is because I'm doing it with my, my phone. Right. So I'm holding yeah. my phone and I'm trying to, so pay attention to how it looks on my phone so I can frame it properly. But I also have to make sure because I'm using the projector that the way in which I'm holding my phone isn't projecting just the shadow of my phone onto my face or something. Yeah. Or, or like I, like ideally I don't want the shadow from my phone showing up at all in the promo because i think that oh, yeah. you're just gonna watch it and be like oh there's he's he's clearly fil filming this with his phone you know and yeah it takes away a bit it sure. looks podunk so yeah like my, my like little promo area in my room is literally just like i put like a black sheet on the wall and then like i just put my phone on like a lamp and then i just record my promo yeah and i mean i used to do like just i have some I have some like large posters that uh, somebody gave me that are like just pictures of me. Like, so I, I used to do them in front of that or I'd go out in the, in, in the garage and I do them there, but like, it's just, it always looks like, ah, you're just standing in front of a wall. And I, yeah. I don't know. I think that looks like that's, it's, it's fine. Uh, depending on who you are or whatever. Um, yeah. But it's also like, if you can add a little bit of like pizzazz and flash to it, then why not? You know? Oh yeah, absolutely. I think what made me want to do my promos better was I cut a promo for my match against metal and he cut a promo back and he can, he cuts his promos at top talent. Yeah. His promos so are it's, so good. Yeah. So I like, if you compare my promo to his, I'm like, wow, I need to like step up my game because he has his own building with like actual like editing quality and all this stuff. I'm like, wow, I just, I just did a phone promo. Like it's not comparable. Yeah. I actually, um, the projector that I have and like, I'm not trying to brag about the fact I have a projector. Anyone can get one. You can buy them on Amazon or whatever. But, uh, the, 
the, the portrait actor I have now is actually my second or third one. The first one, uh, it, I had to send it back and then I got a new one. And then the second, the second one, I had it for a while and it worked for a long time really well. But then I thought it's like, I, I turned it on one day and it was making like a weird noise. But I was like, okay, well, you know what? Uh, I can't send it back now because it's been too long. So I, I took it down to, to Top Talent and I gave it to Metal because I was like, okay, well, if there's wrestling going on and stuff, you're not going to hear that, oh, the projector's humming kind of loud, you know? So I said, I, and I warned him, I said, it, it was making a funny noise and, you know, it may, you know, I don't know, blow up or something, but uh, you can have it because, like, there's nothing I can do with it. And I, I even gave him that. I said, you know, you could stand uh, and project the image on onto the, onto you while you're doing a, your, one of your crazy promos or whatever. And uh, I don't know if he ever actually uh, ended up doing that. But, uh, you know, once I realized, okay, well, I now have my own projector, I, I'm going to do that. So, um yeah, I, th I think it's it's been cool, but like I love his promos, like uh, the one where there was one where he had all like these hanging crosses and stuff, and and whatnot. Yeah. Like he must spend hours just setting that up, you know. And then oh yeah, no, I went. Even the ones where he's standing in front of the board and it has all the guys' names written on it, like a hit list of dudes and stuff. Yeah, no, I I went to Top Talent the train the other day and. I went into his, I guess it's an office, but mostly it's just promo room. And it just says, like, heal me everywhere. And I was like, how long did this take? And he's like, you don't want to know. <laughs> so, yeah, no, he, he put work into those. I go, I go, I'm like, I, I'm, I go to Top Talent, like, I don't know, like three days a week usually. And I, I don't think I've ever gone into his promo room. I didn't know he had a promo room. It must be upstairs. Yeah. Upstairs. Eh? Yeah. Okay, yeah, last time I went into that room upstairs, it was just because uh, it was uh, me and Taryn and B-Rat and I think Grace and maybe Danica and we just did like a, we were, we were doing a training match, a six-man tag, and we went up there to plan the match. Um, but it, it, I, I love training there, uh, absolutely. Well, it's great. Yeah. Um, I didn't know you'd gone down there to train. I wish I'd known you were going because I would have. I would have uh, come to train with you because I, I would like to just come and and lock up with you and chain around. I think it would be fun because I think oh, yeah, you're, sure. you're. I think you're skilled as fuck. So, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I just I I look forward to like the whenever we get a chance to do more than just you know you walk towards me and I headbutt you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. And I mean, um, you know, we both we both use the the moon salt. Yours is significantly prettier than mine, but <laughs> I bet you mine kind of. I mean, I I'm packing probably a little bit more weight than you are, so mine probably hurts a little tad bit more. But that, we, that's that's a fair point. We can we can figure that out uh, one day when I don't know. Maybe maybe Squig will hear this and he'll he'll book me to. Maybe I can officially challenge you for the belt. You know, hey man, I'll maybe I'll do an open challenge. Other, I'll do another open challenge one day, and then you can you can you, you already can answer. you well, already slayed the crow. Now you need to 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 slay the goose. Yeah, you're you're just the guy that does open challenges that are accepted by bird wrestlers all the time. Kill, kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> don't don't tell crow I said that though. He doesn't like it when I uh, mention because I I even said to him 
earlier on. I was like, oh, we should be a tag team and we'll be like the birds of prey. And he's like, he doesn't want to lean into that bird thing at all. <laughs> birds of prey. Oh my god, it's good. But that's okay because I'm 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 pretty uh, I'm pretty stoked and happy that I get to to be teamed up with. Uh, with Sid Greed and, and Machete now, you know, I really, yeah, that's a really good group you guys are doing right now. I like, uh, I, I, I like both of those guys and I think they're underrated, you know? Oh, a hundred percent. Sid is one of the most creative guys I've ever met, but only in terms of, he really wants to just like find ways to try to kill himself. I swear to God. Oh, <laughs> yeah, He doesn't, he doesn't give a sh like, excuse my language. He doesn't give a fuck. Like he just wants to make everybody look as cool as they possibly can. Like I remember yeah. when we were, um, because the first time I ever won a uh, like a singles match, like where I got my first ever singles match win, which it wasn't a singles match, but it was my first ever win as like, oh, I won this match, and I'm not like somebody. It's not like my tag team partner pinned somebody. It was the uh, it was the clandestine society, and I I won the clusterfuck. Okay. And uh, before that, me and uh, and Sid were going over things that we could do, and like we just literally had a day where it was just me and him down at the Force Training Center, and we just started to try to come up with stuff. And uh, eventually, I came up with this uh, wacky move that I don't do in a lot of people because one of the nice things I love about wrestling with Sid is that he's very light. Yes. Uh, so I can easily pick him up without having to, to like worry about uh, collapsing under his weight or anything. So like I I did this move where I put him up in like uh, uh, kind of like a, a torture rack or Samoan drop type thing, and then I just fall forward until like the absolute moment where oh I'm not going to be able to save this, and then you spin and you and you you drop them like a like it's like this like snap angle slam thing and uh okay. yeah, yeah it, it was it was he he we just like literally just made it up one day at the at the training center there and i i've done it to him and he's uh i think i did it to Teve in training a couple of times too but it's not something i bust out in actual matches just cuz like i I really don't want to hurt anyone, you know. That's very fair. So, I I feel like uh, you know doing doing moves that require me to to lift somebody. If I'm gonna do something like that, I want to make sure that I have I have them and I can put them down safely and stuff. And with yeah. with him, I know I absolutely can. But I also like I know that he's gonna be like, oh, why don't you try this on me? And then, okay, sure, you know. So yeah, no. the amount of times he's come up to me before a show and is like, what do you think about this? And he just like, comes up with like this most out there move that ends up with like someone getting absolutely taking the worst bump in the world. And I'm like, wow, this he's, he's insane. <laughs> I love it though. He's great. Yeah. Yeah. There's not too many things that I've ever suggested to him where he's been like, uh, no, I don't think that's a good idea. You know, he'll, he'll take anything. He's like, he's literally like Spike Dudley. That's well, the best way I can compare him to. The last time, and I, like I say, I'm not trying to, uh, I'm not trying to disparage Sid at all, but I did suggest on uh, last night, I, I said, well, why don't you get, have uh, Giant O'Ryan boot you in the gut and give you the razor's edge over the top rope to the floor onto all of us while we're standing out there fighting or whatever. 
And he was like, no, because last time uh, I had Dino Ryan choke slam me over the top rope. And Kyle, you were the only person that got under me. Everybody else was that, like. <laughs> I do remember that. I thought he died. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, even I didn't catch him uh, like super well. But uh, if if uh, like he was like, you were the only person that made any effort at all to catch me. And so I don't want to take a, a razor's edge to the floor, which I was totally, uh, I totally sympathize with because. Uh, have, oh, you, have you like, taken the uh, razor's edge before? I don't believe so. No, it's rough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's rough. Um, it, I mean, I like even into the ring. I haven't taken it to the floor or anything. Um, but I wrestled. Uh, I wrestled Orion one on one in a. Uh, do you remember when we were doing the underground tapings when it was no fans? Yeah, that, that was before I showed up, but I have watched those, yes. Okay, well, I did a match with Orion during that when it was literally, like, no fans, which makes yeah. you feel every bump, too. Like, Because there's, there's no adrenaline running through you as much uh, as... Yeah, like, nobody, you, you know, you don't take a big bump and then hear the crowd go nuts or anything. You just... Yeah. You just take the big bump and then feel all the pain from the big bump. And so we did the, uh, we did the Razor's Edge in practice like before the match and it went totally fine and smooth. But then during the match, like I smashed the back of my head into the mat. And so, yeah, it, it was, that was, that was a rough move. And uh, so, but don't get me wrong. You know, you got to do what you got to do. And I'm not saying I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it again, but uh, oh, yeah. I would prefer to do it in front of people. You know what I mean? That's very fair. I, I feel like most people who wrestled during the pandemic feel that way. A hundred percent. So, so that's one of the wildest parts about your whole thing here is is that you've only been wrestling for what, maybe a year? Not, not even like seven, eight months now. Yeah, seven or eight months, and you're already like the RCW champion. <laughs> that's, that's fucking crazy, man. Like. Uh, I haven't. I have no doubt in my mind. Like you said, you're 22 years old, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I know that uh, Gigi Ray has recently done some like AEW tapings and stuff. Yes. Like, you need to get in on that, man. I uh, that's that is the goal. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And I I don't see why you couldn't or shouldn't or wouldn't. Um. So like. Yeah, I mean, if if you're gonna make a go of wrestling and it's not just gonna be like your your hobby or whatever, like, get no, this on, is this is actually what I want to do. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. And like, even maybe even talk to uh, to Gigi and see if you can go down there and train wherever she's been training for a little while. And you know, yeah, I believe she's at Booker T's school, so that would that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, you might as well. There's a lot of places that like. Have you you you've only ever wrestled in Canada, obviously, eh? Yes. Do you have any uh, reservations about wrestling elsewhere? I, so I I've always wanted to take like, the Chris Jericho route because Chris Jericho has wrestled like everywhere in the world and then came back to America and started ECW. I want to go to like Mexico. I want to go to the UK. I want to go to Japan. I want to wrestle like everywhere to like build up a perfect like wrestling. Psychology, I guess. Oh, I don't know what the heck is going on there. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> you're too popular. 
Yep, apparently I'm getting calls from all over the place. That's a shout out to uh, Michael Brown, my uh, my um, foster brother. <laughs> but um, yeah, I want to wrestle Mexico, UK, Japan. Like Japan is like the big one for me. I'd love to go to Japan for like not just the wrestling, but like the culture. And obviously to the US because that's where the big three corporations are. I feel like Mexico is completely easily possible for you um, oh yes i know sean's there now sean moore and i just me and orion i've already talked about like orion's like i can bring you over in a few months if you want that's like that's a like, huge for me yeah even like uh I, I think sweet daddy was like sort of s- semi trying to get me to go down there and I, oh, yeah? I i mean don't get me wrong it's not like it's something i wouldn't want to do but it's also like it, it it's it's a pretty scary proposition for me just because like that's fair it's I, a commitment well it's not that it's just that you know i'm a little bit of an older older fella and like i've got injured a few times during wrestling and i know that if i get injured in mexico i'm hooped you know that's fair i have to come back to canada to have those injuries like treated you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that's a whole process. Yeah, 100%. Like and that's the same thing with the going to the states. Like I would love to do it and uh I'm not saying I wouldn't do it, but uh it's it's one of those things where I'm keenly aware that if I oh, if I, you know, accidentally break my leg or something in the states, it's a long drive back to Canada to to make sure I can afford the medical bills, you know? It's that, that that's definitely the scariest part. That is hundred percent the scariest part. But like young guy like you, I I don't see why you wouldn't do it. Like, go for it. Uh, you know, you gotta. I from what I hear, Mexico is is a pretty like uh, wild uh, place. You know, like um, you're gonna have to make sure that you're on top of like uh, you don't want to get involved in like there's a lot of drugs and stuff. You know? Oh yeah, Mex- yeah. Like for me, Mexico would just be like just re- train wrestle and keep your nose out of you know a lot of the problems. Yeah, keep your nose clean because yeah, it's pretty easy to get your nose dirty in Mexico. Literally and figuratively. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it it's also like extremely valuable to learn like all that new stuff. Like even like I yes. I chained around with Sweet Daddy and I had a couple of matches with him after he come back from Mexico and he's just like he's amazing. He can he can chain wrestle with you on both both sides. Like me if I if I lock up with you, I'm going to work your left arm cuz that's how I've been trained to do it, right? No, that's how the the way I've been told is a lot more strict in North America like Canada and the US. But like in Mexico like it's like you can, there, there's a lot more freedom. You can work the right, you can work the left. You can do, it's, it's apparently just like so, it's such a good learning experience. Yeah. So different, but so good. And I know um, the omen, Gabriel Lestat, he did a, some time in Mexico as well. And he's come to Top Talent uh, and he's shown us a couple of uh, cool things and stuff. So like, I always like to learn the, like, cause like, I'll be honest, like some of the Mexicans wrestling Lucha Libre holds and moves and stuff that I learned are some of my favorite, uh, do things to do in the ring. Cause I just think they look so athletic and whatnot. Like I love to incorporate like lots of roles in my matches and stuff. Like, uh, one of yeah. my favorite things to do is like, okay, lock up, 
uh, the guy puts me in a headlock. I shoot him off the ropes or, or he shoots, I put him in a headlock and he shoots me off the ropes and he drops down and then I do a roll over top of him. Right. And then like duck a clothesline and give him a couple of arm drags or whatever. Like, I just, I just like that. I like, I'd, I'd much rather like have him shoot me off the ropes and drop down, and then I do a roll over him, than have him shoot me off and then I tackle him. Like, I, I don't know why. I just find that the roll makes me look more athletic, and I love the. Uh, That's I, fair. I love the uh, the lucha libre arm drag, the one where you 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 base on the guy's shoulder and then you jump up onto the middle rope and you jump off and and give the guy an arm drag, like. I did that in a couple of matches, and I was like, "Oh wow, I like, I look like I know what I'm doing," <laughs> you know. <laughs> but the, that's all the trick is. Yeah, and the, the 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 problem is that like when I don't do it on the on the reg, then I kind of like uh, I ha- I've buggered that up on a couple of shows, which is why I sort of stopped doing it because like I, I've right. gone through it, and then I my foot slips, and I don't catch the middle rope. And then I just get completely embarrassed, like, oh, no, you know? I, I remember it's... it happened to me in a match against Sean Martins one time where I, I went to do that to him, and my feet just, like, I jumped up to go and land on the middle rope, and I just didn't. Like, my feet slipped, and I didn't land on the middle rope. And I, like, I like looked at him awkwardly. And then I think I jumped up onto the bottom rope and jumped off and did like a front flip while I still had his arm and arm dragged him that way. Because I was like, well, I've got to do something, you know? Yes, slipping is the scariest thing. Just like just embarrassing yourself in front of a crowd. I can, I can understand that for sure. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing worse than when you like, com- like completely botch something. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's absolutely uh, not something i love to do but the, um, but the mark of true, oh oh i'm sorry i'm gonna say the mark of true professionals is being able to get up and continue though yeah yeah and like i say like it it has happened to me like i think it also happened to me once in a match against slammer and i i had warned him i said you know last time i tried to do this i you know it didn't go well with sean martins and i said if that happens tonight like just hit me and and we'll keep going you know and it sure enough, you know, I had psyched myself out and, and so it didn't go well. And then he, yeah, he just grabbed me and hit me and we continued on. And like, that's one of the things about wrestling is like, we're making music, but we get to choose the notes and only we're, only the wrestlers in the ring know what's supposed to happen. Right. Yes. So even if you screw up, like the fans don't know, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like last night there was, um, like I'm not again I'm not trying to kill the magic but like I was supposed to circle around with Vince a few times and duck out of the ring and then he was going to tag in Matt and then me and Matt were going to lock up and do like a little okay uh shoot off tackle drop down hip toss reverse arm drag type thing right well yeah. he I I I don't know if uh if Vince got confused or what but he ended up tagging in uh uh the giant Orion instead and i was like oh uh okay uh i don't really know what to do here because this is not what we planned but i ended up just tagging out to sydney and they just completely went on with the rest of the match that was planned right so like little things like that happen like there was another moment where um one of the moves i've been doing lately is i get behind the guy and i i shove him into the ropes and then they take the rope chest first and then stagger back and i give him a russian leg sweep well, I went to do that to Matt, and I said, okay, chest into the rope. And 
he he didn't i i guess he didn't hear me so he went and he hit the rope backwards like like he normally would and came at me and i was like okay well i can't rush and leg sweep him from the front so i just grabbed him and gave him a sister abigail instead you know like you just have to you just have to roll with the punches absolutely yeah um before we uh we are we are uh at an, over an hour here, so uh, let's let's uh, let's start to wrap this up. But um, is there any any major goals that you do have for the foreseeable future? Um, any any matches you really really are are stoked to be a part of, or that that you you would you were gonna pitch to Squig or anything like that? Uh, foreseeable future. Obviously, I'm trying to get all around Canada as of right now. Just you no know, baby steps, as they say. Just work around Canada and then work my way outside and whenever that comes up. But for right now, the biggest match that I, I think Tony and TJ are seeing me talking about it, but my biggest match want right now is I want to work Josh Alexander, the impactful champion. Oh, that would be solid. I, yeah. that's, that's my biggest want. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Alrighty. Well, uh, this has been uh, Monday night Shaw here, uh, with, um, Mars the Specialist, and I want to thank you, Mars, for coming on. And, uh, yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, hopefully we'll get you on here again. Absolutely.